Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us. You can ask questions about the stories. You can submit your own fan art and we can all go like, oh my God, I can't believe they made it look so cool or whatever we say. And then also uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Last time on Strangers in the Pines. Dottie, you're, you're back. I, yeah. Um, can I, I just have to say, sir... I really appreciate you rolling with what we just did. The next time I have an idea that stupid, please spike it for me. Thank you so much. I I didn't know what was going to happen. I thought I was going to be a deer forever. You saved me. You saved me. Dude, shut up. She's totally the same chick, and maybe she's cool like the other chick was. I only got to, like, know her for a day, but she was so cool. I was like, man, it'd be really cool if I could, like, get to know her a little bit. And then the whole freaking town and probably the planet went crazy. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't mean to make an awkward situation. I just, I just thought that because... I thought that because you liked her in that world and she liked you, that it would be the same here, but that doesn't make sense. Uh, Liz kind of, like averts her gaze and like starts looking out the window like very noticeably. We're talking mentally. Uh-huh. Oh, she's reading our minds? That's so invasive. 
Damn it, she listened to everything we just thought. That's pretty evasive, Liz. And I turn my face towards her. I'm like, that's pretty evasive, Liz. You said my name right, Doug, but you wrote my name wrong on this cup. I don't understand why you would do that. Give me another cup with the right name on it. All right. And uh, he uh, exchanges it out. And then it uh, reads, uh, Danny Falls. Okay. Okay, Doc. Now you got my last name wrong. And it's, it feels like you're doing this on purpose. Are you are you having fun with me? Is this a joke? Thank you for shopping at Duck Duck Juice. Yeah, so uh, I can like look through the eyes of a crow that I can make. And I had it fly away as we were escaping. And I found a hedge. Whatever the hedge is suddenly is like separating me from being able to contact my crow. Ooh, separation magic. A barrier of some kind. Interesting. All right. This seems like a good enough mental pincher for now. So, for you newbies, here comes the fun part. Let's get armed. Armed. Ah, Agent. Welcome to Pineforge. It's a small, quaint town. Well, at least it was before the cataclysm. October 10th, 1996. All of Bell Mountain imploded. Some supernatural or extra-natural force destroyed half of the town, and now we have a unsanctioned militant group, the Stygians, sweeping the city, taking citizens. Can't go on like this. We need to get eyes on these anomalous teenagers we've been tracking. So far, we've only found the dead body of the heir of the Woodmore estate, and it was grisly. But you know what? I think those kids are still out there. I think they're trying to solve the mysteries of Pineforge and find out what's happening with these strangers in the pines. So, who wants to be on weapons? Who wants to be on research? Um, Liz. Liz, could I talk to you for just a second, though, before we uh, get to work? Oh, yeah, I'm... I'm pretty good at, at researching. Ch- Chad looks at you and he like points, he like motions to this wall of sci-fi weapons and just like cocks an eyebrow and gives you a little smile. Lucas, are you sure you don't want to do weapons? Lucas makes like he's cocking a shotgun motion, even though it's not there. And he goes, hell yeah. Guns are dangerous, Lucas. Guns are dangerous. You You shouldn't play with guns. Danny, it's an imaginary gun. No, It'll I be know. Fine. I know, but if you're saying that you want to go get a gun, and if you're, if you're going to do that with a shotgun, then that's dangerous. Okay, I'm made out of, like, bone plates or some shit. We'll be fine. Danny, what is an appropriate use for a firearm? Uh, only, if you, only if you know... Only if you know... Only if you know how to use it, and if... I don't... I don't know... I don't know. I've never thought of that before. Would you consider hunting with proper training to be an acceptable use of a firearm, Danny? Well, not if it's going to get you turned into a deer. Well, now that we know how to combat that, that would be something under training, wouldn't it? I suppose I'm my mom wouldn't want me to 
to be around guns, especially if I if I'm going to touch one. So I I don't I don't want a gun. Danny, goes, do you want to it, do research with me and Liz, who I need I'm to speak go, to? I'm I'm gonna go do research unless unless if there's other weapons besides guns. We have a variety of things. Um, do you want you don't have to touch a gun, but would you like to see what we have, Danny? If you have if you have a knife, my my friend Ranger Harrison showed me how to use a knife. We absolutely do. Come on, Lucas, Danny, we'll come take you. We'll take you over to the weapons. Uh, Mark, Liz, Dottie, if you guys could research for me for a little bit, that would be fantastic. No, I'm going to go research instead. Experience point for myself. Fair enough. <laughs> Lucas, you head over with Ch uh, Chadwick to the weapons room and uh, Mark, uh, Mark walks over to you, Danny. Danny, um, do you want to come research with me real quick? Give uh, Liz and Dottie a little space so they can have their talk. Okay, sure. All right. Um, what do you what, do you want to do? What do you think at first, the symbol or druids? Um, I don't know. I don't know much about either subject, so we'll just look up Druid because that's first in the alphabet. D comes before S. Fair enough. Let's go. So you guys head over and start to, to work on that. Uh, Dottie, you uh, are left kind of in your to your own devices in this uh, this sitting room with uh, Liz. As she looks over and goes, yeah, what's up, Dottie? Hey. We haven't been getting along very well now, have we? Uh, to be fair, I don't get along well with a lot of people, so it's not you, it's me. Well, you, you gotta understand something about me. And I stop draping my hands behind the couch and I kind of lean forward and I'm a little bit more like I usually am. And I say... You guys just kind of come in and start, you know, looking at how we're doing things and saying you're not doing things the right way. I mean, you know, I'm like the salutatorian at our school and I'm only the valedict, not the valedictorian because I don't just take every single elective like I I work really hard. I I study a lot. And, you know, when my parents were running the antiques shop, they weren't. It was me. I was literally doing the books because they just didn't care. And they were eventually they got rid of it. But, you know, in middle school, that was me. And for you to just come and say, ah, oh, you guys don't know what you're doing. I mean, I work really hard. <sighs> Look, I'm not trying to. The last time, the last, my introduction to this and in the last time you guys worked here. The town suffered. Mark lost his mom. Oh my god. It's... Are, are your parents okay? No idea. That's another story, but... You can... I. You guys seem like good guys, and 
I'm not like I know you're smart. I would like I I went to school with you. I know that. But this this isn't trigonometry. I'm not saying that like it it's not knowledge and you aren't wor- like you aren't working hard. But this is I mean I, I'm learning things all the time. It's this is a whole new realm. I mean, did, of everything. did you hear that part about running a business? I mean, does it get any more practical than that? I'm- uh, I mean, if your business was like a big game hunter in the wilds of Africa, I would be a little bit more. Oh, that's so gross. I don't even want to think about that. I don't I'd be more impressed. But this is so this is so removed from normality. We aren't like. This is none of this is normal anymore. Not like the rules don't like apply in the same ways. Well, we what rules do apply? There, there are no rules. I mean, that is what uh, I've had to learn. We, we were just in another dimension where nothing made sense. And my parents from what sucked. I can, from what I can tell, Dottie, you are a really hard worker and you like to charge problems head on. Mm, I, I don't know about that. I, that's more my parents. I I prefer to Dottie, talk things you out. Just, Dottie, you, char- you are gung-ho about charging I mean, into the woods about y- a, y- mis- a mis- Dottie, mm-hmm. a mysterious beast that turned a person into a deer. With no, no, we hadn't learned anything about it. We hadn't seen anything about it. We, the, I have learned one rule while I've been doing this, and it's be, be really cautious. You're really, you're like me, and I'm headstrong, and I have to deal with a lot of annoying stuff, and I've worked hard to be who I am, and it's hard to sit back and not rely on what I know. And have to go and do other things and relearn all the rules. What what you thought was real isn't real anymore. But that's... I try to think about it like science. I mean, it, it is just observing investigation. You can put everything under the microscope. And just figuring out how things are. Reality is what you form with the information that you know. You have new information now, but you don't seem to be able to form a new reality around it. This is still... Is this a reality you want with, you know, the town in tatters? I mean, what what is our role in, in creating reality is something I've had to ask myself lately, and I don't have answers to that. I will say... um. And this is between you and me, Liz. I am trusting you with something. I was doing fact-finding. I... Oh, God. I don't know if I can tell you this. But I basically tried to um, get the guy's heart while healing his heart. And uh, that didn't turn out too well. But it was to make a deal with someone. And that's what I bring to the table. And that's what I brought to the table at the antique shop. I did the wheeling and dealing. I talked to people. And I can tell you right now, once we find this guy, I'm going to talk to him. We're not just... I I don't know why we're investing in all these guns. I don't want this guy dead. I... We're going 
to hash this out. What if, Dottie, what if they're mindless? What if they want to do nothing but kill? We have things that are like that. We had we have things that want to do nothing but kill every single living thing on this planet. Well, okay. Sometimes that what is true. But for instance, um, you've met Danny. He seems nice. I have. He means well. Um, he comes from a species that would fit your definition of mindless and just destroying. Should we get rid of him? He's Danny. He has a mom, though. He's obviously not the full species. I mean, he has oh, uniqueness to it. Stupid little. I mean, that's a thing. Who gets to decide what is a mindless species that we eradicate? And what isn't? I think the better question is how many people are you willing to sacrifice before you aren't anymore? I'm willing to sacrifice myself, and that's about it. But we haven't and gotten to that point, have we? That depends. I mean, depends on what you think about as putting people in jeopardy. From what Lucas told me about the other world, you made the decision to sacrifice a lot of people. To save a lot of people. At some point, you have to, you have to do, and, and what happened in the other world? I, I don't like they told you about that. Listen, what happened in the other world? I don't know if I'm taking over to this world, but in that world, if you had the option of stopping something terrible, like slavery or a mass genocide or something, or, you know, something really terrible, wouldn't you do whatever it takes? Even if but that they hurts. Aren't, they, aren't, they aren't humans, Dottie. So it's not the same. Because it's not the same. They don't think like I'm us. They aren't human. like that. Danny's not human. Lucas isn't human. Don't know if he's told you that. He just goes on and on about how great he is. But he's not human. So where does the line draw? Who gets to decide the, that? The line draws when for me, when innocent people start getting hurt, I'm not going to let something just rampage. That's me. No, and I don't know no, about you. Obviously, nobody wants a rampage. And we're going to get this druid to stop. We're not just going to sit around and let him turn things into deer. But at the same time, I consider that druid and many of these creatures we fight as part of the people we're supposed to save. I'm not saying you're not wrong, but let me ask you this. If you have to choose between Danny and the Druid, who will you choose? Oh, I'll choose Danny. 100%. Good. That's the right choice. I'm not against this, but you charge you charge headlongs into things and people get hurt around you. Well, who you got hurt? Know what what who got hurt right now? Just me, wasn't it? I got hurt. Mark got hurt. We got attacked when we charged in there. Miguel got hurt. Danny got hurt. They listened to you. J Lucas and Danny, despite their protests and their sarcasm, they listened to you because they charged headlong into a forest, into unknown danger, 
Because you told them to do it. They just do that stuff anyway. You should see how half the time I'm chasing around Danny. But good point. I haven't that's, been handling things the best, all right? This is... That's okay. And I'm not saying what I'm but doing you aren't right either. either. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I'm not... I haven't... I'm not... I'm not in charge of this. One is. And... I'm just... There to keep things organized in the field. I've been here and I've... I've seen the logs. I know what happened to other people who were in this group. People that charged ahead and they died. They always died. And people got hurt because then they weren't there to protect. I'm cautious. I'm really cautious. And as far as I've known you here, you haven't been. And that makes me worried. I. I've always been the cautious one. In a world that I thought. Was frankly. Designed for that. The Cold War was over. I mean, we didn't have to, like, constantly butt heads anymore. But all that was a lie. Are you sure Daddy. you're surviving off your cautiousness? Or you're surviving based off of luck? Cautiousness. I'm run away a lot, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> Dottie Luskoff, I don't know who you think you are, but you're not, you're not a... You're not cautious. At least not now. Maybe you were, but not now. Well, here's the thing. Maybe you, you need to maybe you need to figure out and look in the mirror and wonder who Dottie Luskoff is now. I'm still Dottie Luskoff. And frankly, you guys didn't do well because I did run away. I should have stuck with you. There. We're, we did we did fine. Oh, Nobody you died. did fine. You didn't find out anything. I did all the finding out. And you guys should have known what I found out. And that's what I've learned from this. And not to try to make stupid, evil, arcane deals with absolute and complete <sighs> narcissists in the woods. But we won't talk about that. Pretend I said so, nothing. <laughs> all right. Okay. Look, just. I mean, I find it really funny that you're going on about cautiousness. You're. You're dressed like somebody goes to a Nine Inch Nails concert every weekend. You're the yeah, cautious well, I don't one? have to. I, yeah, I don't have to worry about the Nine Inch Nails turning into body possessing uh, doppelgangers that attempt to steal our identities by eating us. Oh, honey, I've seen the MTV music videos. You absolutely do. But okay, that's that's just sarcasm, and like that's something that we deal with, and that's the sh like that's the shit that makes me angry. Me Is, being sarcastic. That's not a, that's not a like that's that's not a goddamn joke. Look, we we're going to be in circles. I don't like you. You don't like me. Let's just try not to get each other killed. I, I thought we were doing pretty well here. I'm allowed to make one joke. Jesus. You fine. I'll, I'll listen to your advice. But can I give you some of Look, my own as somebody who has worked with a lot of people, a lot more people than you this entire town? You need to loosen up. You aren't going to save the world by yourself. You're going to save it with other people. And the best way to do that is to have a happy medium. Okay. Because. Fair enough. All right. Just, Thank you for listening to me. And I don't think we have to not get along. My parents believe in crap like that. I don't. I will get along with you, Liz. What's your full name? 
I'm Elizabeth Kasongo. That's a beautiful name. Elizabeth Kasongo, my name is Dorothy Luzkov, and we're going to be the best of friends. Now let's get over and right. solve this horse shit. Yeah, just for for my sake, remember to look in the mirror and realize that you are now four inches taller and super lean. And also that that the town exploded. You shape reality. You're you do. And it's a good thing. I mean, you you also help people, but you're changing and it's cool. It's good. I mean, I do not want to shape reality. That's not my job. I'm you, just hey, here you, to be nice to people. Do you want to you want to know what you want to know what Midas the the I guess Lucas's uh great uncle and and uh one's old old partner called magic users like you and me reality benders. And he's not it. wrong. No, reality has a set a set thing and I am not going to decide it. I'm and just yet, here and she and she opens her hand and a ball of flaming magma appears. You, I can do this. There is a scientific reality based answer to that. And there's a reality based yeah. answer to and I fuck with some plants to this. It's just science we don't understand yet. That's the beauty. I mean, humans are already reality benders. I mean, we can turn it. I can pull out a lighter and do the same thing. But yeah, we can form reality around us, make things better. But that's what we got to focus on. And to do that, we got to be alive. OK, but you're right. We do need a research. And remember, our purpose is to save the druid, not just. Oh, kill yes. Him. OK, no, no, no. That is the purpose. Then we're on so. the same page. See? We're we already are. best friends. I wouldn't go that far, but I'm, you're getting better and I'm getting better. Um, and with that, we're going to cut over to Lucas and uh, Chadwick as uh, he kind of pulls you into this kind of small adjacent room. Not really pulls you, but leads you into this small adjacent room. And it's just three walls of just every like everything from assault rifles to rocket launchers to what looks like a child's like arcade blaster gun but the cord is like going into this backpack and it is just wall-to-wall -wall crazy weapons okay now we're freaking talking yeah hmm. your uncle really spent my money well i'm not complaining about that <laughs> nice nice so what what was my uncle like i i met i guess you call him well Doppelgangers, you're calling doppelgangers bad things, right? Doppelgangers, yeah, they aren't. For you, it would be the alternate version of your uncle. If I'm assuming you're talking about the one that was in the other reality. Yeah, yeah. He was smart, curious, driven. It was amazing to be able to work with him. After I disposed my father from his from his throne as he would call it he helped me rebuild Woodmore Industries and when we were young and he moved up here we us and um, Evelyn we built this place I god those were good days yeah you can was uh 
did you did you know my dad too? I remember your uncle mentioned him a few times. I think when we got older, he came up to visit a few times. But I never talked to him directly. I'm sorry. Yeah. Your uncle seemed to like him, though. Yeah, my my uncle left the house and the bunker to my dad. And so we ended up with it um, after my dad disappeared I'm sorry Lucas I'm I didn't mean to take over this place I just I didn't I would I literally I have nothing this is it this is the last bastion of me I guess other than maybe I could buy a van (laughs) no it's cool if you want you can come you know to the house and sleep in a bed instead of in the bunker. I I don't know. That's that's your space. I'm I like it in here. I've spent many I I spent many, many nights in this bunker. I might clear out, let you you guys, you the next generation, relax and enjoy this space. Like like we did. Um I mean, yes, this is a, is a bunker, but this was honestly, for the three of us, this was closer to our home than anything else. Yeah, you'll have to tell me some of those stories sometimes. Yeah, I think you would like them. You would, I think you'd really like them. Those were the good old days. Uh, busting in with, <laughs> with a shotgun and an orb of obliteration. Uh... <laughs> So my mom always said he was a a bit of a uh into the ladies. <laughs> he was, but he could he could <sighs> It was your your uncle was fantastic and he was a ladies man, but he always kind of reminded me of in in Tigo Montoya. He always <laughs> He he got them, but then his passion would take back over, and he could never keep them. <laughs> uh, not that I did any better. Yeah, maybe that's why I don't have any cousins or great cousins. At least that you hey. know about. <laughs> and well, he chuckles. True. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe they're like bug people or in another dimension. Uh your uncle was a normal human. He didn't have any sort of abilities. So, I mean, other than, I guess, money and smarts, um, I guess the money was more mine, but he was definitely the one that put put it to the most use. Hmm. That's cool. I hope I can be smart like him one day. <laughs> you don't need to be. You can just be you. I mean, you have your own wow. unique abilities and skill set that make you in- different from your uncle. Maybe better Thanks. in some ways, maybe worse in others, but... That, that's cool, but I got trapped in another dimension, and it would have been great to understand more of what the hell was going on and how to actually get back myself. So, I think I want to at least, you know, learn some string theory, some quantum mechanics, you know, like yeah. how to how to resonate magical crystals or some shit. It'll D- be great. Don't, I mean, 
That's good, but don't set that standard yourself. When I say Midas was a genius, I mean I mean it in a very like literal sense. He had an incredible IQ and understood things in ways that I ran a billion dollar company and I wasn't even close to his intellect. I don't know if there'll ever be anyone that was smart in the same way that he was about these things. Not to, not to discourage you from getting better, but... <laughs> Wait, are you saying I'm not a genius? I can do this, and I start putting... I put my hand on my arm and start doing, like, the fart noises. You know, I love that. He would have, too. <laughs> and maybe in some circles, you're a genius. Maybe for those with an inapt ability to create fart noises. I can't do that. I guess it's Good. pretty genius Good. to me. I'm glad you recognize my genius. Cool. So what are we looking at? Uh, maybe tree guys. We got flamethrowers, maybe or dark guns, electrical powers. What? So what's up with the symbol? If we destroy the symbols, will the trees go back to normal? Probably, but just in case, I don't want to use fire because forest fires. Yeah, because then Smokey the Bear will come kick our ass, right? You know, he's, he's real. A, he's got to be real. He right? is real. And do not like trust Shit. me. Wait, yeah, real? yeah. Oh, man. No, we ran we ran into them in, in Washington state and it was not a pretty scene. Um, there's like a bunch of them. No, just like smoky bears. Uh, There's only there's I mean, sort of they're a hive mind. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm going to have nightmares. You know that, right? I, I do, too. Welcome to the life. <laughs> but no, we have something that your your uncle, your great uncle lovingly called the deforester. Ooh. And uh, probably a bad thing, right? You don't want to deforest. Like, is it going to destroy lots of trees? No. Well, it can, but it let me it, it's let me just show you. It'll make more sense. Show me what you got. When he pulls out what looks like a um, a super soaker. But in the end, uh, you see what appears to be like it looks like a cleaning fluid bottle that's been like upended into like the opening where you would fill the super soaker and you see like next to it is like uh like a, a bandolier with all these cleaning like they look like cleaning fluid containers and uh he grabs it and he takes it off the wall and he pulls out a container from beneath and he loads a co2 cartridge into it and he goes all right let's go to the firing range graham uh can you set up uh Three meter firing range, and um, I need forest targets. So if you can get bonsais one to three out of storage, that'd be perfect. Absolutely, one. I'll get right on that. As uh, he leads you um, into this door off the side of your uh, armory and leads you into this small shooting range. Holy shit! I didn't know we had a shooting range. Yeah. Do you, do you want to know how much the Do you want to know how much the bunker cost? <laughs> uh like 20 mil add three zeros what nah yeah you know how hard it uh, you know how hard it is to get that much amnestic to get all the workers that built this place quiet and this is a big place don't you worry there's all kinds how of cracks they, and critters. How, why why was it shut down nobody you're when your uncle left I I mean, 
as we got older, this was something we made when we were a little older than you guys, maybe 20s. When you were in your 20s, you spent like 20 or was it 200 million? Whatever big ridiculous number that's hard for my for me to conceptualize on this bunker. I'm a Woodmore. Damn. I realized you guys had deep pockets. I just didn't realize they were that deep. Uh, okay, cool. So sweet ass shooting range. Let's do this thing. And he hands it to you and he goes point and uh, shoot. And as you look down the range, you see that like three like bonsai trees have been set out at different range increments. Ones that like five meters, ones at 10, ones at 15. And he goes, all right, fire away. I have unholy strength. It mm. lets me roll weird instead of tough when you kick some ass. I would venture to say that if I'm like using a gun, that that wouldn't be using my unholy strength. If you want Lucas to suck with guns, I'm okay with you just letting letting you just roll normal tough. If okay, you want that to be a character zero, choice. But it'll be kind of funny. So let's just do it that way. And I failed. So I got a six. Yeah, you just straight up miss. He he looks at you and goes, You're not a you're not a big shooter, are you, Lucas? Don't worry about nah, it. No, I I like usually and I like hold my hands up and they turn into like bladed claw fingers. Yeah, I figure. I usually kind of like get up and close and personal or like Hulk fists and my fists turn into like giant Hulk fists. <laughs> like and you know, that kind of stuff. No, that makes sense. I mean, you with your abilities, I doubt you would be sitting and firing from a distance. That kind of sounds like a waste of talent. But here, do you mind if I see it real quick? Sure. Show me what you got. Uh, he points and uh, you watch as he fires at the, the closest bonsai tree. And as it hits it, you watch as within like five, not even five seconds, maybe like three seconds. This tree dissolves into dirt. Whoa. Okay. Nah. Nifty. What happens if it hits a person? And uh, he spins around and shoots you in the chest. <laughs> absolutely, nothing, f- absolutely nothing <laughs> happens. It literally like, hits you and like evaporates oh. like steam. Oh, my God. What the? Oh, sh- holy. Sh- holy shit, dude, man. Oh, and my claws are out and everything. And like my eyes are turning black and I'm like, <laughs> OK, I'm like taking deep breaths. Like, <sighs> OK, it's OK. He's just being an asshole. It's OK. And my claws go away. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I'm not going to hurt you guys. I figured I'd give you a little scare. Keep you on your toes. What if I just sliced you in half or something? He like he pauses for a moment and like concentrates a little bit. And he watches uh, his hand fades away. Um, and all that's left is just void in the shape of a hand. And that he like concentrates harder and it slowly turns back to normal. <sighs> mm, I need Does it, but like, will it happen the same time that you get attacked? This is a disguise, Lucas. I'm. Oh, you always look like that underneath? <sighs> Corruption is not a fun thing to deal with. I either want to investigate a mystery on him. Or read a bad situation on him. Which would you prefer, Isaac? I like read a bad situation. Okay, so Lucas is going to... He's just trying to, like... 
I, I got a five. <laughs> do you get an experience? Uh, do I get experience for that one? I will say you'll get experience for this one. This one is a little more charged. Even though it's not like combat, it is something that is that could have consequences. Dang. Yeah. So I'm like trying. I'm like looking over him, and I'm kind of asking slightly prodding questions just to like get a grip on his powers and what you know what he's about. I don't 100% trust him still because. You know, like we don't have like we've everyone says he's a good guy, but like from everything we've seen from him before, he, you know, we just don't know that that's true. Lucas, I'm I'm sure you have a lot of questions. I'm just. Trust me, this is one thing you just don't want to know about. Uh, I want you to be able to enjoy what you have while you have it. Did. Does everything come with corruption? Does that mean I'm going to get corrupted? I mean, I'm already kind of weird and gross, but is it going to get worse? Eh, in all honesty, yes. I've never met a single one of us partial humans that with any sort of abilities that over time didn't get corrupted. Cool. Not one. Cool, cool, cool. I, okay. But, but, I mean... Uh, it took me years to get to this state. Years. You have time. And... Were you using your powers a lot? Yes. Hmm. I kind of use my powers a lot. Good to know. But, in, like, enjoyed. I mean, look at me. I'm 40-something, and I can still use them to an extent. I can still do what I need to. It just takes a lot out of me. So, I'm not. I'm not out of the bag yet. But I just don't get to play with them as much as I used to. I don't get to make Hulk hands. <laughs> but you can, and you're funny. young. You're fun. Have fun with it. I gotta it. tell you about this one time that your son teleported into my bedroom and we had an epic fight, but we had to like shush each other while we were doing it because my mom was sleeping in like two rooms over. Remind me to tell you that story. I will remind you to tell me that story. And we cut over to Danny and Mark. Danny, you you and Mark are sitting there looking through books, and he kind of looks up at you and goes, So, how are you doing, Danny? I'm fine. I don't... I don't understand a lot of what we're talking about here. These, these books and, and the things that we're looking into, they don't make much sense to me. These are these seem like really old words or like words that people made up. They are re they're really old words, and ev I mean, isn't every word made up, Danny? Well, yes, that's true. But I, think I know you what know you, I know what you mean. Being sorry, I sh I I shouldn't tease as much. You seem I'm I'm not really great around teasing with the others. They they can lay into me pretty good, but you. Well, I'm not going to lie. I'm sorry. I went for a bit of an easy target there. Um, I, I'd like to I'd like to kind of uh, get a brief James. glimpse. Well, brief glimpse <laughs> of his thoughts, because I feel like I feel like he doesn't really get it either. I feel like he's struggling, too. What is your exactly is your telepathy ability? You can you read can, about you can read people's thoughts and put words in their mind. You you feel that he's he's uh, he's thinking about, man, I'm really didn't need to be a dick to Danny. I, God, I need to stop hanging out with Liz as much. 
Well, I've got the symbology down, but tracing it to exact the the exact geodetic circle is it's too old. I can't. It's, I'm so mad at all the Romans for burning all the Celtic stuff when they came to England. Uh, it's exhausting. You're struggling to understand this too, which is understandable because I don't I don't really understand. I don't understand it, and you don't understand it, and. And it's making me very frustrated and I, I don't know I don't know what to do. I don't think anyone else will be able to understand this either. Maybe Dottie, but I just I don't understand. So Danny, you feel this this warm breeze hit your right side and you instinctively look over. And as you do, you see sitting next to you, looking down at the book in front of you, is this orange hazy outline of a man in his mid-thirties. He's got this sort of five o'clock shadow in this sandy brown blonde hair. From his forehead come these sprouting, curling staghorns. Each end, each point of it is curled into almost a hook as he looks through the book and, and smiles a little nostalgically. Uh, it has been a long time since anyone has looked at the power of the old country. Ah, Danny. Such delightful desire. It was always good to see someone delving into the past. But you seem like you might need a little help with this. You do remember me, don't you? I'm Radagast. Well, that's it for this episode of Strangers in the Pines. Don't forget to check us out on social media at the RPG Empire. Have an awesome day and play on.